Ben. And I am Julia. And Julia and I are functionally literate. We can kind of read. A little bit. Just a little bit. Here or there, yep. Here or there. We can read. Like, <laughs> um, We're doing our best. I forgot what we're reading. We are reading the fifth season. Who's that by? N.K. Jemison. Jemison. Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. She is a really cool fantasy writer. A legend. This uh, book she wrote, the fifth season, is a win- is the winner of the 2016 Hugo Award. Yeah, and it's deserving. This book is amazing. You know, this book, every book, sorry, this series, because it's a trilogy, every mm. book in the trilogy won a Hugo Award. Ooh. We got That's pretty that. good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so we're going to be today covering chapters 15 through 17. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, how have you been, Julia? I've been great. You know, I'm just enjoying this wonderful Saturday. Fantastic. I'm enjoying this wonderful Saturday, too. Yeah. yeah. It's a great day. It is a great day. How's, how's Chris? Doing good. Chris is, Chris is doing good. We did play D&D. They did some fun nerd things. We did do some fun nerd things. If you want to <laughs> watch, if you, sorry, listen, if you want to listen to that show, it's called Tales from the Scroll. Um, that's, that's the thing my friend does, and I'm on that show. Julia isn't. It'll be on all the same platforms that Functionally Literate is on. It'll be on all the same platforms that Functionally Literate is on, which is all of the podcast platforms. I'll tune in. Thanks, Julia. Of course. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) Chris, before we get started, Chris has a theory, because Chris is our sound guy, so Chris has has not read the book, he will acknowledge, but he does have a theory because we've been talking about it. It's almost like you read it. It's almost like you read it. And his theory is that obelisks are eggs for stone eaters. I kind of love this theory. I think it's kind of cute to think of a stone eater, like, hatching. Yeah. Out of an obelisk. It kind of explains why a dead one would be in there. Yeah. Yeah, it does. (laughs) It does. Didn't hatch. Not quite. It got damaged. Needed more time. You know. You know, just needed to percolate a little more. But something happened that put it in the ground. So, you know. Maybe it needed to stay there to heal, and we it, cyanide actually fucked it up. But maybe it's alive because we know in the last chapter, it said um, the oh. person inside the stony or inside in the stone eater inside the obelisk said. It was a different stone eater, wasn't it? It was a, it it was a different stone eater, but it was a stone eater inside the obelisk. Literally said, "I'm fine, thank you for asking." So maybe. Stone Eater, not as dead as we initially thought. Maybe. Yeah, that's an idea. Unless cyanide's like seeing things, which is totally possible. Chapter 15. You're among friends. Where we find a calm like no other. So we've reached the place of all the origins, and it's yeah. not quite... It's not at all like what we thought it was going to be. No, there. it's like there's no markets... It's a town, There's but no it's... walls. There's no walls around this town. No farmland, really? No. It's uh, it's abandoned. It's yeah. just... It's a town that we... Dis- that th- we, as in Origins, decided to live in. Yeah. That's it. And we are, like, wandering through this town right now. Yeah. And we think it's abandoned. And then all of a sudden, three women... Just show up. They come out of some house and they're like, like, hi. What's up? What are you doing here? Um, and one is named, how do you say her name? Say it. Uh, whole... Ika? Ika. 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 It's, it's, it's odd spelling. It's Y-K-K-A. Yeah. It's Ika. And, but she says her, she introduces herself as Ika Raga. Kastrima. Yeah. Which is interesting because... Well, it tells us a few things. First, it tells us the name of the town, which is Kastrima. Mm -hmm. And also that she is choosing to identify as a Raga, which, I mean, that makes sense. It's just previously, anytime that we've heard the word Raga being used to describe an origin, it's used in a... 
nasty way and is it's derogatory. It's a slur. It's straight yeah. up. It is. I, it, I would liken it to the N word. Right. Straight up. Like unequivocally. Right. You know. But she claims it as part of her name. Which I think is interesting mm-hmm. because so I I'm going to relate this to real life and I'm going to go ahead and say it right out from the front. I am a white guy. Right. So not trying to be, I hope I'm not at all offensive. So I feel like the N word isn't related to real life. It is not a word that should be reclaimed. Mm. Right. Like I, I remember like wondering about this because, because I work at a school, right. And it's a big school and there's black kids at that school. And more than anyone else. Like, I've literally never heard a white kid use that word. If I had, man, I'd be sending them to the office so fucking fast. Well, they're probably not going to use it in front of you if they are. True. But the black kids don't give a fuck. They mm. will use that word liberally. I think it's, I mean, I can see why you would say, like, I, you know, I don't know about it, reclaiming of that word. But we probably just, like, won't understand. I, well, I, I remember I was thinking, like, I'm white, so I shouldn't, like, maybe my opinion doesn't matter. Let's get some black opinions. So I remember looking up some articles. I saw mm-hmm. one. And the guy, it was weird, right? Because mm-hmm. it was a black guy who was fired for using the word, mm-hmm. right? And then they walked, like, the school district walked it back because so many people were like, what the fuck? And he was hired back on, mm-hmm. right? And he talked about his experiences, like, with it and why he doesn't want people to use it and why he used it, mm-hmm. right? So this kid was like, you know, my, my, you know, in that way. And he was like, I ain't your, mm-hmm. and then, like, he's like, don't call me that. I ain't your, you know, and... And so, so that was why he was fired because he was faculty and he used the word and like, it was openly heard and he was fired. And then like, it was like, what the fuck? And Mm. then he just walked back and he was like, listen, look, here's my philosophy with that word. I don't think that it's a word anybody should use. And I don't think I said it to him to make a point. Like I don't want him to use the word and I certainly don't want him to use it in relation to other people Mm -hmm. i don't want him to think that it's an okay to call himself or anyone else because that word at the end of the day means slave Mm. i am not a slave he is not a slave that word means slave i like that is not a word that needs to be reclaimed yeah is was his views on it and i thought okay I could respect, I mean, I obviously can respect I mean, I don't like using the word at all, but then, but then, like, I read this book, and I see this woman who, very different situations, right? Like, she's an origin, she's crazy powerful, she is feared by everyone because of her powers, and they derogatorily call these people Raga, and she's Mm -hmm. like, no, this is my, I'm taking this. I know. This is my name. Yeah. Like, Fuck, dude. I think it's powerful. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I think it's totally powerful. So um, in conclusion, who gives a fuck what I think? I'm just a <laughs> white guy. And, uh, you know. <laughs> Cancel him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, but I mean, like, it's it's a thought-provoking book. Yeah, it totally is. You know? every There's something new in each chapter that you're like, I agree. Now I'm thinking about my world too. Yeah. 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 And I think it's good that like I think it's I think I understand why this got a Hugo Award. Yeah. Right? Like it For came sure. out in 2016. Wow. Remember what else happened in 2016? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, oh yeah. fuck. Anyways. Um, yeah, her name is Ika. Ika. Anyways, yeah, she's like the leader. And there is another person in this group that Mm, Hoa doesn't seem to be too fond no, of. No, does she get a name? Um, no, I don't think so. Well, she is a stone eater. Yeah, she is a stone eater, and they they kind of show their teeth Hoa at each other. Hoa fucking growls at yeah. this lady, and then like Ika's like, none it. of that. 
calm down. Or you can't be here. Right. None of that. And so she, they growl at each other, and um, Ika kind of explains what they've got going on there. Well, before she does that, she, like, outs, she outs us. She's oh, like, right. so your friends know what's going on here. Yeah, they know you're in origin, like. And, and then, like, we look at Tonky, and Tonky is like. Yeah, I fucking know. Like, like obviously. obviously. <laughs> it's at this, it's in this chapter when I, re- when I was thinking, I don't know if it actually spells it out, but mm-hmm. like, I remember thinking like, oh shit, okay, you're a guardian. It's not that you are, it's not that you're a geomest, it's that you're a guardian. Really? And you know a lot of shit. She had glass knives. You don't think she's a geomist? I think, I wonder if guardians get a lot of education about stuff. Wow, that's a that is a fascinating. So that didn't come up in the chapter. I wasn't misremembering. No. Okay. No. Yeah, because that's what, like I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I just saw that she had glass knives. No, I think that that's a great hypothesis. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, appreciate. I think it. that's a good hypothesis. Did um, I say theory? No. Oh, okay, good. But you but said I, you... I said theory in the last <laughs> episode. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so. Um. So what else happened? But uh, this, this is a chapter I didn't take notes on. Fuck. Hey guys, this episode might be low quality, but it's gonna I hope be you great quality. I hope you love us. Uh. <laughs> so basically, they're like, yeah, bunch of origin live here, right? Yeah. And you can come and stay in the calm and be a part of this interesting, weird experiment. Yeah. But you uh, got to behave and um, yeah, got to be nice to everybody. Which is Hoa. which is uh, kind of hard for us to want to do, though, because we are here to kill someone. Right. And she asked, too, uh, or we ask. Yeah. Asun, we say, have any of you all seen uh, someone who's looks exactly like me, but younger <laughs> and an older man? And they're like, no, but, you know. Maybe they're lying. Yeah, it right? seems like, like maybe, I gotta get in there and see. I mean, like maybe Jija spun a tall tale. Yeah. To bullshit his way into this town. It could have happened. Well, especially because we know her daughter is an origin. So like that she would be welcomed into this community. Yeah. Like they wouldn't be afraid of like, her. It's just there's so much we don't know. Yeah. We know one thing. We know that our husband killed our daughter or killed our son rather and mm-hmm. then took our daughter. Who is also an origin. Right. But yeah. we 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 assume he killed our son because he's an origin. Right. Right. And we assume that if he knew who our daughter what our daughter was, that he would kill our daughter as well. Yeah. But if that is the case, why would he fucking take them anywhere near this town? Well, he... The, or did they even go into the town? Right. Because oh, Hoa... Oh, yeah, he would be too scared to go even into the town, if he under If he knew what it was. Right, 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 right. And it is... Bec- and we... we It is for a fact because he killed our son because he's an origin, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of assumptions that we're making here. Like, we don't actually... There's a lot of very... Well assumed made assumptions. Yeah. Right. Totally. But like I, Ryan, not I a soon, am just really wondering, like, why did he do it? Right? And I want to know if A soon's gonna ask him or if she's just gonna kill him. I think she should just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> because like if he is in this town, because we don't know. No. And all that happens in this chapter is we're invited into the town. And we go and that's the chapter. Yeah. You know, like once we go into the town, like there's some, um, oh shit, my voice is getting real groggy. I'm going to have some water. Um, like we get super pissed about Jija and we have to like calm ourselves down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ika is like, none of that is going to be happening here. And she also at one point is like, Hoa, you're going to behave or I'm going to tell everybody you were secrets. And Hoa is like, wait, please shut up. No, I'm going to be nice. Because I'm convinced he's a stone eater. Yeah. But Which, we've like, got how like. How do they not know that? But like, it, I feel. Well, because she doesn't, the stone eater with them yeah. doesn't look like him. Right. He that's true. Fucking looks human and like. 
He's acting human, like he was walking awkwardly at first when he first hatched. Is he part stone eater, half half human, half you stone know, eater? Yeah, like I mean, there's depth. Like he's certainly not like a normal stone eater. Mm-mm. I mean, at, certainly not after this encounter. That's pretty evident. Like but the juxtaposition, and maybe that's why they were growling at yeah. each other because he wasn't a normal stone eater. Who's to say? <laughs> I don't know. But that's essentially chapter fifteen. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like we go into this town called uh, Rastrima. All right, then. Come on in. Rastrima, rather. And I'll show you a Marvel or three. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited for the next episode to find out what happens. Yeah, me when too. We, when we, I hope sometime in the next three chapters we get into that, but we'll see. Yeah. There is a there is a little passage at the end. Yeah, there is. Uh, Tablet three, structures, verse two. The body fades. A leader who would last relies on more. Okay, so this makes me reconsider, right? Because I was wondering earlier if, like, people that weren't, like, useful in some way, Mm -hmm. you know. But then, you know, it says shit like this where it's like, okay, so they acknowledge that people get old. And that, like, maybe old people could be useful here. So maybe if you're disabled, you they could still help. You, like, they could still find a way to use you. Maybe they wouldn't get rid of their disabled folk. I don't I don't know. I, I want the answer to the question, what happens to your disabled people? And we don't have one yet. Yeah, that's true. You know? I um don't have a lot of hope for yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, this universe. Especially if it's, like, it's going to be, like, thousands of years that this is going to be happening because they talk about that too where like she's like I mean it might be like on the outside over a hundred years but like the reality is it's going to be so much longer and she in her mind knows that everybody knows yeah well the origin that are powerful enough now yeah yeah Yeah. so we get into yeah we get into chapter 16 Zion So, Cyan, Knight, Cyanite, Cyan? Cyan, yeah. Cyan wakes up on, um, I mean, there's no mincing words here, on an island. It's definitely not where she was a little bit ago. Yeah. Now, me, I wake up on an island. It's like, oh, cool. But Cyanite, Cyanite wakes up on an island, and when she finds out that's where she is, she's like, no, she's terrified. Yeah, it's one of the most dangerous places, most dangerous place that they could be. Exactly. In terms of quakes. Mm-hmm. They're like, we got to get out of here. We got to get the fuck out of here. And who does she meet? She is like there with a woman, a but woman. not just any woman, a stone eater. A stone eater. And, and it's, um, remind me what she looks like. So it says, um... Make a statue of a woman, uh, not tall hair in a simple bun, elegant features, a great, a graceful pose. Wait, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. I'm sorry. I got confused. I was like, what is she describing? Okay. Make a statue of a woman, not tall hair in a simple bun, elegant features, a graceful pose, leave its skin and clothing, the color of old warm ivory but dab in deeper shading at irises and hair, black in both cases and at the fingertips. The color here is faded and rusty gradient ground in like dirt or blood, a stone eater. She's like evil earth, which I love that curse. Right? Yeah, I do too. It's like, God damn. Yeah, evil, <laughs> I want to start saying evil earth. Yeah. Um, But... Like, I think that description, though, is so fucking interesting. Yeah. It's like, it it really, because stone eaters are nothing like people, mm-hmm. right? And when they move, they look nothing like people. But I think it's interesting, like, like, what it says about stone eaters, right? Like, that they've lived alongside humans for so long that when they interact with humans, they make themselves look like an affectation of human. Yeah. And also, like, they don't talk normal. They, like, like their mouths don't move. It's just, like, 
They're so otherworldly. It's just a voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little spooky. It's very spooky. <laughs> but she brought them there to keep him safe. Yeah. The stone eater saved their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And she says that. Yeah. So. But she speaks a different language. Hmm. <laughs> Wait. No. Hold no, on. She, she doesn't speak a different language. You're thinking of the people on the island, maybe? You're right. I am. She's like, she literally asks, why did you bring us here? And the stone eater says, to keep him safe. Yeah. And so, but yeah, you're right. The stone eater's mouth doesn't move when they talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, they realize, or Cyanide realizes that Alabaster actually knows this stone eater, which is... When Alabaster wakes up, he speaks a different language. Yeah. And she's like, speak Sanzimat. Oh my God. Which I thought was interesting. It's yeah. like, okay, so that's the language. It's the empire language. Mm-hmm. Sanzimat. Yeah, this is interesting too because uh, during this interaction is where we find out about the Guardian's ability uh be more specific um of like why alabaster told cyanite to not let him touch her oh he was like yeah because if you let that guardian touch you they can take your power that can you know shake mountains destroy massive things and turn it in on yourself and destroy yourself and destroy you so oh oh like in stranger things well i couldn't say. You never watched Stranger Things. I watched the first two seasons. Oh, okay. And so, then I stopped. So in the latest season, the bad guy, when he kills people, he like, like they go floating into the air and then like their limbs crunch in on themselves yeah. and then like their neck breaks and then they die. I, I assume it would be similar. <laughs> um, But yeah, they kind of, I don't know what happens. This Stone Eater just like pieces out, I guess. And they're like on this village. And Cyanide's like, how can people live here? Yeah. Um, and they approach a, a com called Miov. Is that how you say it? M-E-O-V? Move? Uh, Miov? Um, fuck, I don't remember how they pronounced it. Well, either way. Miov. There's a bunch of people and they're like gathering around. And I told you this earlier, like one of my... I loved this part. They're like, pirate people. Yeah, they're pirate people. So they go and they like, like basically take and steal from other comms mm-hmm. and like sail back to their little island. And Cyanide's just terrified that they're even on an island. Yeah, she's like, what are these people doing here? Do they not care that they could literally die from a quake at any given second? And I think Alabaster says something like, yeah, but there's like a bunch of other stuff that could kill them at any second. Yeah, they don't, they choose to not live in fear. Like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like, if they die, they die. And, and I mean that's probably very freeing in a world like this. Yes, and but the I mean the island's on a hot spot. It um, is straight up on a hot spot. Like, and, and they they value their freedom over their the oppression. Right, because like, fucking nobody from the empire is gonna come out. Right, here. everybody's <laughs> too scared. Uh, but it's great, and they go and like Alabaster talks to these people. Because he speaks that language. Mm-hmm. And they kind of take them in, like, immediately. They're like, yeah, bet, you can stay here. And uh, they stay. And it's. I thought it was fun how she was, like, describing the little kids, like, peeking out at points and, like, um, staring at them as they, like, sleep just and Just normal stuff. kid stuff. Yeah, you know? it's just great. Mm-hmm. Um, but... They're sitting in their little hut and they're talking and she's like, how the hell have they lasted here as long as possible? I want to, I'm going to make another hypothesis. Yeah. I wonder what these people would do at when the end of the world happens. Because mm-hmm. we only discovered these people in the past. I just thought of this just now. I wonder if these people, when the red rift happens that splits the continent and like all of that ash comes up. I wonder if, because I remember in one of the earlier chapters, it was referenced that nobody really knows what is out there. Mm -hmm. If you, when you go far enough out, like beyond the water, like 
They don't know if like it just loops back on itself and it's just like truly a supercontinent. They don't know if there's another continent on the opposite side of the world. Is the world flat? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So I wonder if these people just like decide at that point, fuck it, we're going because the world has ended. Yeah. They're like, why not? Right. This episode is not brought to you by... Vidwest Studios. We're going to do a free plug for Vidwest Studios. Chris, come over here. Talk about Vidwest Studios real quick and one of these microphones. Yep. Yes, come over here, Chris. I want the sound guy. I want the lead. I want the lead volunteer of Vidwest Studios to talk about Vidwest Studios. I'm a volunteer. I'm coordinator of Vidwest. I don't know if I'm lead. You are here more than anyone else. That's fair. Hi, everyone. I'm going to talk about Vidwest Studios. Do you like creative media? Do you like creating things with digital media? But does it cost a lot? We all know it costs a lot. Cameras, mics, all that thing. But Vidwest Studios lets you do it really cheap, breaks the barrier to entry, and their mission, their nonprofit's mission, is to uh, encourage creators to do things. Public media is a good thing. Um, yeah. And there's lots of other things. What else is there, Chris? Well, uh, they do a lot of community stuff. So if you not only want to learn how to use the equipment and do things yourself, you could also partner with other groups that do other things. Um, mainly, uh, they part of the reason they're subsidized, and you can cut this if you want, is that they're subsidized by the city as well to provide public media. The which is a city very... of Columbia. It, it, this is a local ad. It... It, is, it is local ad. They are a community. They are officially a community media center. Um, and I say that because I think that public media is a very important thing and other communities should look into, um, opportunities to use public media because there's a lot of ideas out there that never happen simply because of lack of space and resources. And that's it. That's the only reason. Um, so Midwest offers, gives those people an opportunity who would not have that otherwise. And that's why I make a point of thanking them every episode. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Um, if you uh, would like to contact us and just you know chat because you like us, you you are I mean, you are this far into this book, you definitely like us. Yeah. Um, so because you like us, if you want to email us, go to funk.lit.pod at gmail.com. That is our email address. If you would like to just talk about how much you love the show, that'd be cool. If you want to uh, sponsor us, that'd be cool. Um, if, or maybe, you know, maybe you're just like a run-of-the-mill person in a run-of-the-mill book club. And you would like that book club to be ad-free. If you're that kind of person, uh, you want to join the Patreon for $1.00. You can get all the episodes without an ad break somewhere in the episode. Um, And that is a value that will always go up because there will always be a new episode. And then also, if you actually kind of like hearing the ads, but you still want to throw some money our way, uh, there is a PayPal. All of the links for that is in the description of the episode. Back to the show. And they and the only reason they've been able to survive is because they accept origins and the origins protect them from the yeah, quakes. I mean, what are I mean, why would you be scared of somebody that could cause an earthquake if you don't fear anything? And they don't just protect, they like literally lead this yeah. entire calm. The origins do? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, and it's how it should be, like, I think, depending on the origin, right? Like, I mean, you don't want a tyrant, but, like, I mean, if I think I just think about, like, I don't know, Native American tribes. Like, some of them, they just put the person, like, there were some Native American tribes that valued trans people. Did you know that? No, I, d- I did not know yeah, that. Because yeah, because they had a perspective that nobody else had, right? Right. Being a person who views themselves as the opposite gender or some of their people viewed themselves as like all genders. Like if mm-hmm. they were like 
like intersex, for instance, um, they were hailed in their tribes, Mm -hmm. like as like sages, because quite literally, they have a view of the world that none of the rest of them do. Sure. Right. And so that is kind of the feeling I got from these pirates. Yeah. Is like, you have a view of the world. You have a sesapina, you know, mm-hmm. you have this organ that lets you see the world in a different way. Yes. You're in charge. Yeah. <laughs> you I know? love that. Give yeah. them the keys to yeah. the castle and let them run. Mm-hmm. That's great. But. Uh, anyways. Um. I don't know what else to say. What else happens in this chapter? I mean, that's like the the most of it, other than the great line. Hold on, I'll read it. This is going back though, so it probably doesn't even. So make earlier sense. when it's just because it's because this chapter, like a few of the others, is kind of like two parts. Yeah, right? it's them with the stone eater, and then um, it's them interacting with the pirate people. Yes, basically, <laughs> and the pirate people are great, and we love them, <laughs> um, even though we don't remember what they call themselves. Yeah. But that's essentially what happens is they're now on this pirate island run by Origene and. Ooh, there's also a little bit of gossip here when uh, Cyanite and Alabaster are talking to each other. Uh She's talking about like the Guardians and uh, he's like rumor has it the Guardians answer to the Emperor supposedly the Guardians are the last bit of power he possesses. Yep. Or maybe that's a lie. The humanist leadership families control them like they do everything else. Or maybe they are controlled by the fulcrum itself. No idea. It's literally, again, we do like not know who is running the show here. Yeah. Like, we can have ideas of, like, there are people who obviously have more power than other people, but, like, even the Guardians, it feels like they answer to something. Yeah. But we just, like, don't know what that is. Do you know, and so this is where we take it a step further, which maybe I'm high, and I'm definitely, I am high, (laughs) I am high, and I'm definitely white. He is high. And so I... I'm, again, drawing this to real life, and it's like, I wonder if this is how, like, you know, some people that aren't white feel about our government, Mm. right? It's like, I, as a white person, would say, the president's in charge, right? Right. And then I feel like a a non-origin in this world, a stillhead, would say, the emperor's in charge, Mm -hmm. right? The emp- because... They don't have to think about guardians. Right. They don't have to think about that process. Uh, and most of them probably don't even know what the process is about because, like, the whole fulcrum is they're so secretive. Right. Like, you have no idea what the fuck is going on there. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I think that that really does make sense. Yeah. That's a that's very interesting. Because now it's making me wonder, like, well, who the fuck's in charge if it's not the president? Like, why is this, why are all these systems set up the way that they are? Judges. Like, and, yeah. And the justice system. Yeah. That the, the people that, like, make the laws and. Or, or interpret or, them to Or mean, the, the billionaires. Yeah. That stockpile all the money. One thing this world has on ours, they do have unions. They do have unions. <laughs> <laughs> we could learn a thing there. <laughs> That's funny. There's an end thing here. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll read it. Go I got ahead. it. I got it. I'm all for it. Um, the stone eater is folly made flesh. Learn the lesson of its creation and beware its gifts. Tablet two, the incomplete truth. Verse seven. Folly made flesh. Learn the lesson of its creation. Let's go ahead and circle back to Chris's hatched. Egg theory. <laughs> Learn the lesson of its creation. I'm thinking back to the, pr- yeah. I'm thinking back to the prologue. I, okay, yeah. No, but that, I mean, that is a one way to interpret it for sure. Well, I was going to say too, I, never mind. I was going to say that, like, there's, like, in one of the chapters with Hoa, he, like, behind backs has, like, a cloth and he's, like, eating. He's eating one of those rocks. He's eating rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, and it's just like, that's one of the secrets. Like, he's so secretive about why don't what you he sleep? Is. Why don't you eat? And he doesn't want to like share because he's scared of scaring. He's scared that, that we won't like him. Yeah. Anymore. It's yeah. just like, man, 
Like, <sighs> it's great. It's, and that's part of what makes me think like Hoa kind of is a child. Like I like it's Hoa is a baby. Like he's a baby, but at yeah. the same time, he comes off as timeless. Does I that know. make sense? No, I th- I totally see what you're saying. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's chapter sixteen. Okay. Now we're on to chapter seventeen. Demaya in finality. Chapter seventeen is so cool, and it it's long. Is. It is also. long and good. It's like the forty pages. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Um, it's. Demaya. I like it. I like it because it's like. Like, you could just read this one chapter, and it's a complete story. You're so right. It, Like you said when we were talking before, it's uh-huh. a mystery in yeah. some ways. They set up a mystery, mm-hmm. and we solve the mystery, kind of. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of questions, but, like, the big mystery is, where is this secret room? Yeah. And what's in the secret room? And then we find the secret room at the end, and we discover what's in it, but... I mean, like, you know, we still, still have no answers about what the hell this thing is. No, I mean, like the, the <laughs> mystery was where's the secret room? And we solved that mystery. Like yeah. <laughs> everything inside. Like, oh, my God, it's it's so strange. Uh-huh. Like I and it really does go back to that question. Like, who the fuck is running the Guardians? Because, like, I'll tell you what. Shasha's explanation was not sufficient. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And they find... Hold on. We're getting out of order. Yeah. Demaya, she's running around exploring the fulcrum. No one really cares that she's doing it. She's like going to different rooms. That's just what she does in her free hour. Yeah. And she's like, you know, they like her, so they don't don't care what she does. They don't care. It's like, you know, she could be doing worse things. And she runs into someone who is not an origin. She runs into... A leadership girl. The, the daughter of someone in power, right? Yeah. 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 She, um. Binuf? Binuf? Binuf. 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 Binuf is, um. She, yeah, she's the. She's straight up, like, when it, when she tells Science. Not Science. When she tells Demaya who she is, she uses her full name. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, Bimoon, leadership. Humanist, mm-hmm. right? And like we find out pretty quickly that she's um, not supposed to be here. Like yeah. we figure out she's not supposed to be here because she's she's dressed like one of us, but it, like but, she, she, we've never seen her before. Well, and we can sense other origins. So like she's and she's clearly not that, even though she's dressed like a grit. Like mm-hmm. she's like you're not a grit, yeah. and. She's not acting like a grit at all. She's talking way too much to be a grit. Yeah, <laughs> because like any grit that talked that much mm-hmm. would eventually get their hand broken. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. But she says that she's literally just here looking for something. But she doesn't give Demaya like any information on like what particularly she's like why she's there or why Not she's looking for what she's looking at for. At first. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually we find out she's looking for the hidden room, but she doesn't get into why she's looking for the hidden room at all. Yeah, she's like, I'm, you, only leadership can have the rules and you're not that. And 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 I think, if I remember correctly, Demaya is like, okay, well, only uh, Grits can fucking be here and I could just out you right now. Yeah. And then, like, it, it, this girl is like, well, you didn't out me before, so you'll get in trouble now. You didn't out me the moment you saw me, so now you're it's too culpable. Late. <laughs> it's too late. And it's like... Tamaya's like, whatever, let's go look. <laughs> let's yeah, go on an adventure. Yeah, she, and then they go on an adventure, totally, you know. And, and they're, they're looking for this, like, hexagon room. Mm-hmm. Um, and she thinks she can find it. She's, like, looking. There's a locked door yeah. that Demaya's able to, like, find based off her senses, But right? the thing about this is, I think this is a really good way to, if I'm remembering this correctly, uh-huh. correct me if I'm wrong, because you read this more recently than me. It This chapter really goes to show that despite the fact that um, you know, origins don't think much of stills, you know, mm-hmm. like they call them stillheads. 
Like right. despite the fact that they don't think much of people that don't have their powers, that you know, like they can still um have something to contribute because this girl suggests that Demaya use her powers in a way that it didn't occur to her to use them. Yeah. And no, then she really finds true. the room. And she does. And yeah. they're closer. Yeah. It it does uh that's really interesting. I agree. Yeah. Because the entire time, Demaya's like, what the fuck do you know? You you don't have what I have. Don't assume like you understand. But but it works. It Yeah, the suggestion worked. Uh-huh. I know. I, I definitely think that's interesting. But Demaya still does not even really know what they're like looking for. No. Even. She just knows that they're looking uh. for a room that has no doors. But then I eventually, Beanoff is... I don't even know if I'm saying her name right. But feel, that feels right, Beanoff. She's like, okay, fine. We're looking for an ancient artifact of Eumenus. Like pre Empire yeah. or something. Which so it's like over three thousand years old. And guess what? They find it. They do. And it's um it causes a lot of problems because guess who else finds it? The a guardian. Yeah, there's a guardian. Uh, um, that also finds it. And she's never seen this guardian before. And it, what they find is like essentially this big like hexagon pit with like shards or whatever. It's looking dangerous. It's looking like if you fall down it, I'm, that's it. I'm picturing like Fortress of Solitude shit, but with like multicolored crystals. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure that you're <laughs> onto something. S- Superman's <laughs> Fortress of Solitude, Julia. I couldn't say. I. I I have any idea what that means. You're kidding. You've never watched Superman? No comment. Oh my gosh. No, I've never watched it. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Chris, pull up a picture of the Fortress of Solitude (laughs) for Julia because it perfectly like conveys what I'm trying to say about this pit that they find. I mean, yeah. It's a hexagon pit. It's got jagged, freaking sharp things sticking out of it. Yeah. You go down, you're done, you're dead. Yeah. But, like, it's like talking to the Guardian or something. Yeah. Show her. I already know what it looks like. Let me see this pit. This is an example of the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. I think that it's more despairy as in hole in the ground, maybe. That's giving Ice Princess. Like, I want to go there. (laughs) Well, yeah, like a much, (laughs) much more. It's a, it's, if if the Fortress of Solitude had a pit, it would be be this pit. Okay, you're right. I agree. (laughs) Um, That makes sense. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that guardian is like, you're coming with me. And then, but then she's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, she's glitching. She's fucking glitching out. And this is like, so this is another one of those instances where like some one of these characters is like, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. This shouldn't be happening. It right. feels very much like when, Cy- when, that, when that other guardian was coming at Cyanite. She's like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This shouldn't mm-hmm. be happening. It shouldn't be happening like this. I know this is wrong. Because that's what was happening here. Only the difference is the Maya doesn't have like a fucking obelisk to shunt her, like draw power from, you right. know. Well, and then luckily, 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 uh, Shafa comes in and is like, oh shit, goes in, pulls out her spinal cord. Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck did you <laughs> do? And he's like, she's got a chip in her spine. I ripped it out. And so we learn a little bit about where, like, when he first met Demaya, like, yeah. the touching of, like, her to, like, the back of his head. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of get a little insight on... This power that mm-hmm. guardians have to be able to locate origins, I am led to believe... They comes get strength from, from them. Comes from oh, the... Well, comes that's from the hypothesis. chip. Yeah. But that's all... I mean... I wondered if, like, this, like, the origin, like, feed the power of the Guardians. 
Maybe. Like, because we know that guardians come from, they're children of origins, right? Like, we, we learned that in chapter eight. Okay. Right? Okay, the yeah, only, yeah, yeah. the like, the. But they have to have a surgery to get this chip in. Yeah. They're not just like born and like as a guardian, like they're made to be. Yeah, because the, 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 because what Alabaster says in chapter eight still leaves it very open ended, right? Uh Like he says that a a child of an origin without origin powers becomes a guardian. Yeah. But he doesn't explain how. And so maybe the answer is this chip they put in their spinal cord. That'll do it. Because the explanation that he gives about this chip is not sufficient. No. We we get no answers. We have more questions. And he's also like, by the way, you you got to go take your ring test right now. He like asks her multiple times. He's like, please, Demaya, for me, Pass. please, child, please go take your ring test right now and please pass it because the only way you are going to come out of this alive is if you pass your ring test. Yeah. You have seen too much to remain a grit and live. Yeah. So and that is go ahead. I'm like fuck, dude. Well, I was going to say and then we we hear her say like she's like I'm going to pass that shit and by the way when I pass it, I have my name and I think I can't take it from you because you're this is when the hypothesis turns into what? I was I was half right. I'm half right so far. You could far. be 100% right. Just right now, you're half. So, Demaya says that the name she picked out was Cyanite. Yep. And Shasha loves that name. But he, like, he talks about the mineral Cyanite. And I don't remember exactly what he said, but it left me thinking, like, man, like, he is a fucking abuser, but he does genuinely love this girl. I know it's it, well. It speaks into what abuse is in some terms of like abuse is not just this thing that you know some person does this bad thing and it's a hundred percent hate. Yeah. You know, it's so much more complicated than that. I think for a lot of people, there's like love mixed within it, which makes it so much more complicated for people yeah. to understand. Yeah. Um, and that is like so shown in their relationship that because is... he genuinely cares about her, uh-huh. and he's yeah. like, "I am guardian to six, and he says it with pride. Yeah, you know when he says it, like, and she says, "I'll pass the test for you, Shafa. I promise." Yeah, there, there. Oh, I was saying Shasha this whole time, wasn't I? No, I think you were saying Shafa. I don't think I was. I think I Shafa. Shafa. I'm Shafa. sorry, everyone that heard me say that and was like, oh, my God, you're saying it wrong. I didn't even notice. <laughs> Fair enough. So I don't know if they will. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so she she that's how the chapter ends. Right. Like she's determined to pass this test. Yeah. And, and we get another quote. And then we get another quote. Do You want to read this one, too? OK. Obscured. Those who would take the earth too closely unto themselves. They are not masters of themselves. Allow them no mastery of others. Tablet 2, The Incomplete Truth, verse 9. So this is, we don't know how the start of this sentence went. Right? Like, right. However, well, that's what I assumed with, like, some, obscure. No, no, that's what I mean, right? Oh, like, oh, yeah, it says yeah, yeah. in brackets obscured, and then, like, it says the rest. So it's like, how does this sentence start? Something, 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 those who would take the earth too closely unto themselves. They are not masters of themselves. Allow them no mastery of others. I wonder if they're talking about, about origin. I wonder if they're talking about origins like alabaster. Interesting. Because alabaster is a ten ringer who is not following his exercise and diet regimen. Ah. Right? So what else isn't he doing that he should be doing? He should be reading the book that you recommended. <laughs> what was it called? In the last episode. <laughs> Outlive. Outlive. He should be reading Outlive. Yeah. Come on, Alabaster. <laughs> I bet he would find it very lacking because it would say <laughs> nothing about the Cessapina. That's true. You're probably right. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, anyways. Um, 
That was a great episode. Uh, it it was uh, it was a great three chapters for sure. Um, I loved that we finally <laughs> we finally get to the city to, yeah. that it has like all of the origins at it. Well, the town with all the origins. I know. I want to go there. I feel like I'd be safe there. I don't know if I want to go there, but I definitely want to learn more about it <laughs> in a future episode. Um, I'm excited for Cyanide um, to like be safe on this island, even though I she doesn't know. think she's safe. I know. Um, and I am... Um, I'm a little sad for Demaya. It's like, so I, I don't think we'll get any more Demaya chapters, do you? I don't know. I... Because she'd be cyanide at this point. Yeah, that's so what I think. If there are more chapters from the younger point of view, it'll be. Cyanide. I I wonder if yeah, I wonder if like from now on they'll like refer to Demaya as cyanite, and mm-hmm. they'll refer to the older one, older cyanite, as just cyan. Yeah. Because in a few chapters, she's been referred to as cyanite. Yeah, you're right. But like the name of the chapter is Demaya in finality. Like, I know, so like, that's it's, like... It's, you know, infinitum, final, done, the last Jama- Demaya chapter. She's... I feel like they're closing that right now. On yeah. Us. That's my my prediction. Yeah. I wonder if, like, we're going to get another chapter of, like, what those tests look like. I know, because that's, like, a question mark. that We haven't really gotten any clarity on that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, um, so that's uh, that's it, guys. Uh, we will see you in two weeks. We will cover chapters 18, 19, and 20. And I think there's also an interlude in there mm-hmm. um, after chapter 18, I believe. We're finishing this son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, we're, it's so exciting. We've just got two more episodes oh, left, guys. Wow. Yeah. Um, so thank you to VidWest. Uh, for reasons that we already got into. Um, thank you, Chris, our sound guy. Uh, thank you, Julia, for being here. Thank you, Ryan, for having me. You're welcome. And thank you, Jake Weller, for our music. If you want to hear um, a whole album of Jake Weller's music, you can. It's called Wasting Time. It's on Spotify. I've got a hyperlink in the episode description. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Much love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya.